Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hey, it's Peppermint and you are listening to United Queendom Podcast Charlie, I have, um, uh, uh, I've got something to say. Um, I think you're, um, sort of, kind of, uh, like, a bit, oh, I'm not sure I'm saying this right, I've got to be careful, but, um. Go on, I say think, it. Uh, mate, you, you're a bit hodgepodge. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. <laughs> you have to really le- lead into that with, like, tentative, I'm trying to say this as carefully as possible. Hodgepodge queen. And then fucking finish them with the hodgepodge. <laughs> to the hodgepodge hodgepodge so obviously that's the title of our episode this week it's uh, like, it couldn't be more obvious but i love the fact drag race are making it so easy for us to pick the titles i know They're giving us like one classic saying every episode that, sh- that should be our new theme tune bring it to the hodgepodge hodgepodge <laughs> definitely coming next week <laughs> so um let's get into this episode because some of us are hung over episode... won't name names but myself <laughs> episode three yes and uh, we begin obviously with scaredy cat is gone Bye bye. Oh, I've left the show. Oh. <laughs> Vivian says the dead weight is gone. I know. Um, Blue says she's roadkill. Do you think the dead weight is gone now? I think some of the younger nervy queens have gone. I think everyone's settling into what they know. Everyone's settling into their skin. I think now the competition is kicking in. And there's been no like for me big surprises in terms of who's gone yet. It's kind of happening in the. Um, order that I expected it to happen. Oh, look at you, Mystic Meg. <laughs> look and at it, you knowing what's coming. I know. Well, I read the spoilers. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, but they do give Scaredy Cat props. Um, Cheryl says she had the balls to do that at 19, uh, which means this cat wasn't neutered. Um, so they, and it's true, isn't it? Like, can you imagine yourself at 19 doing something? Absolutely not. God. I've been bricking it. Although, in a way, I do think I was like more confident when I was 19. It was like delusion, but I thought delusion, I was like, yeah. so maybe I would have been even better at something like this. But you get a quick reality check. Um, Blue is feeling reinvigorated. She says um, she feels relaxed now. She's lip synced to Min in the Bottom 2 and feels part of the family. Uh, do you think this will light a fire under her ass? I hope so, because I do agree with RuPaul. She's flying under the radar. Yeah. Come on, Blue, bring it out. Show us what you got. That's what I want from her. Well, I don't know why she feels good after the lip syncs. I think Ooh. she was fucking terrible. Ooh. Well, not terrible, but Ooh. I mean, we have to admit, we're not, the lip syncs haven't been great so far. We're waiting for that first iconic. British lip sync. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried it's all right. Coming. So how it, so how it is? That's all right. <laughs> okay. We're not here to sit on the fence. We're um bringing the tea. And um the winner of last week's challenge, Bagger, she's getting a bit cocky now. She says she needs more tits for her badges. I uh, know. Are you getting winner vibes from Bagger? But you would be confident off that challenge, no? I would be. Rub it in. Rub it in their girls' faces. <laughs> That's what I want. She definitely feels like the person that most people are talking about. Whenever I speak to someone. Oh, yeah, the meme queen. Yeah, because everyone comes up now and talks to me about Drag Race, which I love, but I just get a bit tiresome sometimes. <laughs> but they're all straight away, like, talking about bag of chips. Don't She's approach the... Ed if you see him out, guys. I'm sick of talking about it. I brought this on myself. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, we love all your messages. Um, they bring up the drama from last week, which is Cheryl being attacked by everyone as fake. And she says, God, kick me while I'm down. But she says... Um, even though she's down she still manages to come out with the cockiest line of the episode which is I'm the shit I know I'm the shit and I'm here to shit on them (laughs) and then she does another tongue pop 
which obviously our weekly segment is oh, how is Charlie coming on with his tongue parts? Wait, here we, okay. We've been making we progress go. week on week and I feel like maybe Guys, this week is going to be... I've been to tongue pop camp. Here we go. Here we no, go. you do a camp tongue pop. That's a different <laughs> Hey, here we go. Okay. Count me in. Count me in, guys. Three, two... I don't know why I'm doing it like the camp. <laughs> Sesame Street. Three, two, one. No. Oh, no. Wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> One of those was just about One passable. One of those was passable. We're not doing best of five, mate. Why do I keep saying mate? I feel like a lesbian. I need to stop doing that. Um, Butching it up. That proves that I'm not Mystic Mate because I predicted a good tongue pop and you did not deliver. <laughs> Charlie Sachet away. <gasps> We um we have sorry that we're a, a little bit flustered today. We've just had the um the brick crew in the gorgeous brick crew in. I know we just spent an hour with them, so we're already fucking exhausted, really. But, <laughs> they really put us through the myth. They were very high energy, so that's going to be the special um, episode on Thursday, which is a whole hour with the brick crew, um, and it's you're really going to enjoy it. They they were so much fun. We loved them. I know we expected them to be sexy, but we didn't expect them to be so fun. Well, that's shady actually. No, we I didn't. Know. <laughs> they were, they were no, they're really fun guy. I really really liked them. Um, yeah, really, really good lads. Yeah, we miss you guys. We <laughs> miss you. It's been, it's been 20 minutes. We miss you. Oh, <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> right, back to the episode. So we've got the mini challenge, which is dancing around the maypole. Bagger doesn't know what a maypole is. Did, did you know what a maypole is? Uh, no. Was that was, am I alone there? I also didn't know what it was. I, that's my favourite thing about doing this with you. I always feel stupid that I don't know what stuff is, but when every week I come and ask you, you also don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I when is really it from? I'm like educated. The 1600s or something. I still don't really know what it is. It looks like, is it like to do with like Ring of Ring of Roses? No, that's the plague, isn't it? <laughs> We're learning so, so much. much. Yeah, you're it's right. Like, it it is the plague. Ring around a tissue, tissue, because they all sneeze and they die. <laughs> but I feel, yeah, I feel thick. I feel like I know less than the American viewers at this point. Um, so they get changed into quick drag, um, which they're told is to be an English rose. Yes, um, some people understood that. <laughs> Bagger went as a librarian. <laughs> Bagger did not get the memo. Some tin gets to throw a bit of shade. She goes, Vinegar, you got any shitty drag I can borrow? Which, like, <laughs> Vinegar certainly has that in spades. So as we keep finding out, and this episode is the pinnacle of that. Um, and then the challenge with the maypole is they all have to skip around it, and then it stops on them. And then the queens with the most entertaining moves wins. So how do you think you would do in this mini challenge? Charlie? I would have slayed this challenge. <gasps> the confidence. I'm confident. Confidence corner. Get me in it. <laughs> Give me a badge. I didn't think you were a dancer. <laughs> have you not seen these legs? <laughs> how dare you? I'm not a dancer. Have you not seen the, the, the lightness on my feet? No, you sort of stomp around oh. the studio, to be honest. Let's go in the studio. <laughs> We're in a car park. Well, okay. yeah. <laughs> I am a dancer. Not trained, but I'm a dancer. Well, we're going to have... Um, we're, I'm going to see you dance because we're both going to that Taylor Swift thing in November. You just said you don't have a night out, but you do. You're going to that Taylor Swift thing, aren't you? Oh, I am going to Taylor, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift Oh, my God. Shout out to Taylor if you're listening. We know you are. Me, well, me and Charlie got on very well, but I think the one time we had an explosive row was about Taylor Swift, wasn't it? We were <laughs> discussing the new album. Woo! Yeah. And I said from the last album, Reputation, I liked the song So It Goes, and you just kind of like ridiculed me, made fun of me. It's and like the worst. <laughs> that was a silly answer. I didn't say it was the best song. I just said I liked it. <laughs> anyway, we'll have to save that for our Taylor Swift side podcast. But um, I also agree that I would slay the dance challenge. Oh, really? We're both okay. confidence corner about this. 
Um, but I once won uh, Strictly, actually. What? Not, you won Strictly? Not the actual Strictly, but they did a one for journalists where like, <laughs> the journalists came and Craig Revel Hallwood himself did judge it. And um, it was to uh, do the launch of the board game. And me and all the other journalists had to dance in Café de Paris. And they crowned um, me and this woman, two people with a glitter, glitter ball trophy. And Craig Revel Hallwood said that the female journalist who won, won for technique. And I won because um, I didn't care what I looked like. <laughs> oh, so it was carries like... on today. <laughs> Judging by this outfit, <laughs> it's a shame. I will post this outfit, and you'll all see how fabulous it is. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so it was a very weird moment for me because I had the glory of winning, and then Craig sort of told me that it was more to do with just I don't know. What did you have to dance? Cha cha cha. So the one samba. Of, I don't know what. I think it was the two step. We didn't have a partner, so you danced on your own. And we, uh, one of the Ian something, the, one of the professionals from the show, he led the dance class, and we all had to follow his routine. Was it line dancing? It might have been line dancing. I think it was actually um, the locomotion twerking, <laughs> which we see a lot of twerking in this challenge as they're all dancing to RuPaul. Pina 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 pina. Which. Are we going to get sued for that? Are you crunchy or smooth? <laughs> I don't like either. Oh, come on, people. Well, I like Reese's that... Pieces. Oh, gorge. But um, I would never... Put... Shout out to Reese's. <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> Anyone, sponsor us. But um, no, I would never put peanut butter on toast. I probably... I'm more of a jam girl. Jam's my jam. What can I say? <laughs> um, but as soon as they played the song, it just reminded me of the lip sync from All Stars, where uh, Trinity the Tuck versus... Jasmine Masters. Do you remember that one? When Jasmine oh Masters my God. was trying to twerk, twerk with no bar. Nah, just won't move. <laughs> that actually sounded more like the killer out of scary movie films. <laughs> Seven days. Halloween. <laughs> but do you, do you in general like RuPaul's music? I do. What's your favorite? I love, actually, do you know what I love? I love the All Stars remixes they do. <laughs> No, well, well, basically when it's less RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you mean... Like, like Kitty Girl, Rory, Kitty, oh. Oh, Kitty Girl, All Stars 3. That's really, really That's cool. my favourite thing. I feel like the original Kitty Girl. Yeah. I actually quite like the um, Can I Get an Amen ballad. <gasps> I love the Can't Get... I actually, not in a non-ironic way, I just enjoy I it. Know, I know, it's quite emotional. emotional, right? Yes. Can I get an Amen? No, we, we are going to get sued. I'd say my favourite of all is Jealous of My Boogie, which was... Oh, old school, okay. Uh, it's because it reminds me of the lip sync at the end of season two uh, between Raven and Tyra when they were deciding who won. Mm -hmm. And Tyra absolutely, if you recall, obliterated Raven in that lip sync. She was twirling, she went down to the judge's desk, she was splitting, and I was just like, I, it's one of my favourite lip syncs of all time. I know. So when I hear that song, I just kind of get a bit emotional. And speaking of splits, they start the challenge. Davine is the first one to show her moves. And she does, dun, 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 mm -hmm. the first splits on the show. It's happened. Did you notice that as a notable moment? And from Davina, who would have thought? I know, at her age. <laughs> They do say that, don't they? Not bad for a 50-year-old, for the Vivian side. I had no idea Davina had that in. But I, I didn't think she would be a dancing queen at all. Well, she's very slender. <laughs> she but, is. But yeah, I always wonder this when, when they're in the mini challenges and they have these dance challenges i'm like do you want to show your best move because if you have to lip sync don't this you want to save, save it so now save we know davina can do that if she's ever in the bottom two and she does that split we'll be like thank you next we've seen it bitch yeah but, um, but she obviously wanted to win this mini challenge so she dusted off those knees and got down um can you do the splits I i'm so inflexible this is why I thought you weren't a good dancer. Why were you so offended when you are because Stiffy McGee? Stiffy <laughs> McGee, that's my drag name. Enough about your <laughs> uh, No, I'm really inflexible. 
if anyone wants to help me with that, <laughs> let me know. We're getting too comfortable my hips. Your hips don't lie, your hips don't work. <laughs> I've never actually tried to do the splits, but I very much know that I cannot do them because even like touching my toes is difficult. But I have split many trousers, so I think that that counts. <laughs> there we go. Those have been the splits. <laughs> um, Vivian is up next. She has fake bollocks hanging out. I know. <laughs> nice little touch. I always wonder like when the packing for drag race do you think they like then yeah put the fake bollocks in that'll come in handy at some point because they don't know every challenge it's like but if you take something like i don't know a walking stick you're like at some point that's gonna probably come in handy as a prop isn't it um crystal is up next she mounts the pole and gives blue some serious sideball um have you have you ever pole danced I haven't pole dance actually. You you have enjoyed a pole. I have, and I've enjoyed a dance. Charlie's um, boyfriend is Polish. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> Shush. Um, I thought it was a bit much, though. No, I thought it was a little bit. Everyone had to go to Cheryl for being too much. It's just a mini challenge, Crystal. Rain yeah, down. like come on, love. We get it. No, Pull I it enjoyed it. You can't have a pole. Someone has to bounce up on it. <laughs> I actually rules. used to work in a strip club. Fun fact about me. Doing what? Not stripping, because that would <laughs> well, be yeah, a shock. <laughs> you just shock me, Ed. The shade, we're only on part one. I was working <laughs> behind the bar and it was a female strip club. Um, and I used to do a little thing where like, do a little thing where we were stealing drinks. And basically the um, strippers would come up and give them free drinks and I'd have free drinks. And one night I was um, so drunk behind the bar because I'd done like 30 shots of Sambuca that I woke up the next day and couldn't remember if I'd been fired or not. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I remember my manager shouting at me and it was all blurry and everything was like a mix. I had to go into work the next day and like check with him like, was I fired? And he was just like, no, you were on your final warning. Um, I was later fired for something else, but that's um, fine. fine. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Bag of Chips, who does the worm. <laughs> oh, she does everything, every dance move going. <laughs> she really squeezes it all, all in. in. She says, I'm coughing me minge up. I feel like Paula Radcliffe. I'm going to have a piss on the street in a minute. That destroyed me. <laughs> Paula Radcliffe getting a mention. How? I haven't thought about that in ages, but I, I should know. be thinking about that like every day. Do you think Paula's at home watching it being like, <laughs> pissing herself? <laughs> Isn't she like an Olympic gold medalist? And whoever remembers is. Uh, she pissed herself in the street. At home with a colostomy bag, just weeping. <laughs> no, was it? Was it a bit? Was it not? A, it wasn't a poo, was it? I don't think it was a. I don't know. Was it a poo? Was it a wee, guys? Moon giving his expert <laughs> like, nope, it was definitely just a wee. <laughs> Say hi, Moon. Hello. For anyone hey. interested in what Moon is wearing this week, he's got um, a more manly jumper. It's called the Vintage Twin. I think we brought up his um, Lady Gaga one last week. He's trying to butch it up. Yeah. But Charlie's jumper is even gayer. It says, "You okay, hun?" Yeah. So you are the gayest jumper of the week. <laughs> um, we're asking the hard questions, obviously, on this podcast. So, Charlie, how often do you urinate in the street? <laughs> Never. What? <laughs> um, sober or drunk? Please say sober. <laughs> sober. So, zero. Never. <laughs> really? No, not when I'm sober. What about drunk? Oh yeah, when I'm drunk, constantly. I pissed. Oh my god, I said Pride this year, I was at a house party. Oh, and you I couldn't not piss in the street in Pride? No, but I mean, I pissed in someone's plant pot in their flat. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. This is why I don't invite you to my party, Charlie. <laughs> I actually wee in the street what? more than the toilet. My bladder is basically a joke. <laughs> and if it wasn't for McDonald's toilets, I would need a colostomy bag. Because McDonald's toilets in London are the only place where you can go for a fucking wee. And I'm just constantly walking around London, struggling, looking for a wee. And like, we need to all really celebrate McDonald's for that. Because oh if it wasn't god. for them... I. I'd be considered I incontinent. I feel like I'm watching like a comic relief ad where it's like, <laughs> please send in money to Ed. He can't walk down the street without pissing his pants. It's really hard, hard having a small bladder and no 
everyone appreciates it. Text, give text us a fiver. <laughs> so that Ed can not piss himself. Bloody hell. Sorry, I overshared, I overshared. <laughs> um, blue does a weird twerk. Something I think... Blue, just... I'm sorry. Can we talk about this outfit? What is she wearing? She looks like she's at freaking London Dungeons. Oh yeah, what did they say about her? That she looks like the Evil Dead or something? She does look like the Evil Dead. She looks absolutely mentalist. <laughs> I mean, none of them look... I mean, the Brick Crew just said when they visited them that this one of them, that was their first time that they met the contestants and they didn't know that they were in quick drag, so they just thought that the drag was absolutely shit and they were like, oh, God, nah. the season's going to be cancelled. Blue English Rose literally looks like she's in... <laughs> Quite terrifying, but she's showing, some, um, she's showing some diversity. Uh, Vinegar gets her boobs out. When in doubt, get them out. Um, Cheryl death drops twice, which is our first death, death drop, drop on the show. And what a death drop! It was I was really good. super impressed. It bears repeating. So, are you someone who is always excited by a death drop? Oh yeah, of course, because it's the only time you see it. Like you know, other dancers do dance moves, but drag queens are the only ones who do death drops. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love a so, death drop. It it's never so gets boring specific. to me. Well, it's boring to Crystal. She gave a little eye roll. <laughs> Right. I once actually did a death drop at a Hindu while I was dressed as a lobster. I, I was, Same. It, it was a massive fail and I was just writhing around the floor in pain and everyone was just looking baffled at me. And that was the last time I attempted one. And I don't think I'll be attempting one again. Why are you a lobster? Oh, yeah, I should explain that voice. That sounded like a real weird... It was uh, fish tank themed. Oops. But everyone Classic just Hindu did like, a little bit of nice glittery makeup and I came in a full lobster guiche. <laughs> And it was really hot. So it was just like a boiled fucking lobster. Huge regret, but that's life. Full of regrets. Um, uh, Cheryl uh, wins the mini challenge. Do you agree with this? Oh, yeah. Calm down. She slayed. There was no contest. And she needed this win, bless her. She needed a little confidence boost. Everyone going in on her. Come on, Miss Hull. (laughs) Or Mrs. Hull. I don't know if she's married or not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're going to take a break now, uh, but we have an interview with, I mean, I think everyone's going to be very excited for this interview. It is the one and only Bag of Chips MBE. Uh, I spoke to her at this week's Pink News Awards. Another award. The fabulous Pink News Awards. All right. What's my invite again? But I do have to explain this interview now because basically I was speaking to Bag of Chips and um, as you'll hear in the clip coming up, uh, we start talking and then someone interrupts our conversation. <gasps> Who? This and, is a mystery. And the person is Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, so God. you will see. Who else? So Jeremy Corbyn comes up to Bag of Chips and starts speaking to her as I'm mid interview. I'm just like stood gagged by it. So then. Uh, the Do you sound- think you were hallucinating? <laughs> Well, I knew he, I knew he was going to be there, and I've met him there before, so I wasn't like gagged. But it was just the fact that I wasn't expecting it in the middle of a bag of chips interview. Um, so yeah, I was interviewing. So you'll hear when I stop talking, I'm trying to basically eavesdrop on their conversation, but can't really hear it. And then when the interview picks up in the second clip, I ask bag of chips about Jamie Corbyn and there's a very, very long silence. But just to give you an image, Bagger was just basically shell-shocked by the fact she'd just met Jeremy Corbyn. Corbyn. So um, I spent longer explaining the interview than the actual interview itself last. <laughs> All the best interviews need it. I hope <laughs> you enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy. I see you've got your repeat of Adjon. Yeah, I've got my repeat of Adjon representing the show. <laughs> yeah. so, so you don't mind there's no prize money? You're happy with your badge? Well, the prize money is you're getting so much you're getting so much um, work. You're getting so much work out of it. So, hello, darling. You're right. Not as good as you, but I'm all right. Yeah. Of all the people I expected to 
interrupt our interview. I wasn't expecting Jeremy Corbett. <laughs> oh, he loved your outfit though. I feel really bad because it's a really nice man. <laughs> what a, why have you been slagging him off? Well, I have in the past. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. I do, I do have a big thing in the paper. But, um, well, I he's think... just a lovely man. I'm feeling really bad now. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, obviously I need to congratulate you. I saw you at the Attitudes. You told me it was your favourite episode. I was like, I think you're going to win then. You're like, you have to wait and see. Obviously, well, episode two, I was iconic like... Iconic moment. The much better thing has just been like, oh my God, it's global. It's like, meme, meme, meme. There's a, a legally blonde meme. And it's just, I think it's had like 10,000 retweets. And it's just all over the world. And it's mad. Did you kind of know when you filmed and you won that that was going to turn into something? Or... Can you not really tell till you see it on TV? Could you tell when you were filming it that it was going to turn into something big, that saying? Or was it Much not- better. Well, I'd, no, I didn't, because it's a script, and I, I've never said much better in all my life. And they said, <laughs> and Michelle was like, much better, and I was like, oh, thank you so much, thank you so much. That's amazing. And she was like, no, much better. I was like, oh, really, thank you. And she said, no, your line is much better. And I was like, oh. And I think that's what made it funny, because, yeah, and now it's like, and I just wanted to do that proper British Dick Van Dyke, Mary Poppins, um, you know what I mean? Just proper British, like, Oliver, kind of. Because I, I think that's what um, a maid would be like in that yeah. day, you know what I mean? So. How many people have come up to you since it aired and said it to you? Oh, my God, it's the only, it's the, the only thing they say to me now. It's like, <laughs> literally, I'm doing a show. I did a show at the Two Brewers in Clapham, and I went on stage, and it was just... Match matter, match matter, match matter, and I'm like, all right, let me finish my song. And it's, I like saying it, and it's brilliant, but it's like, there's a guy at the, on the front, and I'm like, you've said that 20 times now. Can I just do it? Are you going to get it on all the merch though? Oh, it's, we've already got T-shirts out. The Tuck Shop, um, Tuck Shop, tuk, it's www.tuckshopuk.com. Yes, yeah, so you plug it, darling. Yes, yeah, so and you can get your T-shirts. And I'm also in Panto in the West End. I'm doing um, Trafalgar Studios in Cinderella. And um, tickets are on sale, so get that. And um, yeah, that's literally round the corner, Trafalgar Studios. And I'm the evil queen. So, oh, yeah. Stereotyped part. Oh, yes. <laughs> Is there anything um, that you've seen so far on the show that's not how you remembered it or things are coming across that are like oh we didn't know that at the time or has it all been pretty much similar so far well it's just it's just been the best time ever like I'm not going to tell you how far I come but it's just like you've got a lot more to see that's what I'm saying there's a lot more iconic moments so do you know yet it's probably even better than much better you never know even better than much better snatch games and stuff so yeah you've got to well, we've all heard the Snatch Game is amazing. We can't wait for it. Is it episode four, is it? Yeah. I can't say because I might go in episode three. But, you know. <laughs> oh, you have to be careful, don't you? Yeah. Um, is there a reunion? Do you know? I think it's more just... Um, I think it's... They film it how they film All Stars. Yeah. So it's... Um, do you know how they film All Stars on the stage? But we've, we've filmed three endings, so we don't know who's won it. But the top three have all filmed an ending. Yeah, same as the US one. But we don't know if because usually even All Stars they have sometimes have a reunion. Yeah, but hopefully I, we'll I get. Think, one. I think, think there's going to be a reunion, but not filmed yet. Absolutely. The Vivian and Cheryl having a go at each other, <laughs> ripping each other's yeah. wigs off. Can't I, wait. They were always arguing. I was always in the background, just like. I, I, I know, you'll, you'll see it on the show I don't bitch about anyone I, I say the odd funny thing like oh she looks alright mess you know what I mean but nothing nasty 
Oh, I thought you'd be one of the ones going for it, like really arguing with them. Well, there is, there is one point where I'm more, um, if, I'm one of them kind of people, if somebody don't like me, or if somebody thinks I'm a bit of a twat, I'm just, that's none of my business. I love me. I love my life. I love what I do. And everyone else loves you as well. Everyone's talking about bagger. If you don't like me, then you've got very bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for talking to thank me, bagger. So uh, I'll also mention, after that interview, what I said to Jeremy Corbyn. Um, because after <laughs> after I'd finished the interview with Bagger, I went up to him and then um, I asked him if he was a fan of her and he admitted that he didn't actually know who she was. So even though The he'd shade come, from Jeremy Corbyn. Even though he'd come up and literally asked for a picture with Bagger Chips, he didn't oh. know who she was. So he Oh, you're calling out. You're calling him a hypocrite. Oh, calling out our right honourable Jeremy Corbyn. I see. No, I like the fact I that see. he... I see. <laughs> I like the fact that he like just saw her, thought she looked fabulous and wanted a picture. But what he didn't know is that Bag of Chips has slagged him off in the past. She, so I don't know if he found that out afterwards. But then I couldn't think of anything else to say to Jeremy Corbyn when you've got a potential Prime Minister in front of you. So I just said, um, would you ever do drag? <laughs> so I'm basically asking the, the tough political questions. And he oh said, oh my God, it's like Emily Maitlis. <laughs> What's going on? Is this news night? He was just like... People getting confused when we listen to the podcast. <laughs> Like, is the economist? What's going on? But here's the big exclusive. Jeremy Corbyn said, it's a work in progress. Oh, so, season two. Season two, season Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> He'd probably be more successful at that than he would at leading the Labour Party. Oh, 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 oh the shade. Yeah. And can we also say get well soon to Bagger because she's um, poorly. Oh, get well soon, babe. She babes. made a status yesterday saying she's going to hospital. Um, oh, so shit. So hopefully it's nothing serious and that she'll be much better. <laughs> and now it's Sending time. our love. Uh, love you, Bagger. And now it's time for the maxi challenge uh, where Rue mentions her favourite designers are from the UK such as Alexandra McQueen and Vivian Westwood so Charlie are you, are you a label whore? I have one I know you're a whore but you're a label <laughs> whore um, I only have one designer piece of clothing can I guess what it is? Garmin um, you George Azra ain't you? <laughs> Gucci does that count? yeah no it's not what is it? it's Viv Oh, it is Viv. It is Viv, my mate. I've got a Viv. I've got a Viv. Someone got it me for Christmas. I would never buy it for myself. Oh, I got it given uh, my 20th birthday. Oh my God, I've nearly had one. Oh, like oh my God, that was like yesterday. <laughs> um, so I got given it last week. Um... <laughs> no one's buying that. Yeah, I got a go- I've got. You know what? <laughs> oh, we're you getting know, a big revelation now. We're getting a big revelation. No, but you know what? I've always been like, why are clothes so expensive? I've had that jumper a while, because I'm not 20. It is in such good nick. Compa- Do you know what I mean? Tea. Like people would say, like, oh, designer stuff lasts longer. It genuinely does. I've had that jump for ages. It's still in perfect nick. And then stuff I bought from like Primark. 100%. Just like disintegrates. Yeah. Exactly. Shop. You no. do end up spending more money. So it's better to invest in good, timeless pieces. I mean, I'm saying that as if I do that. I don't. I'm saying Yeah, no, fast fashion. Shit. I think there's got to be... Sorry, I'm not like Stacey Dooley. Bloody hell, what is this podcast? <laughs> you do sound like Stacey Dooley. We're getting into the... That's not a compliment. <laughs> We're getting into the issues. Um, yeah, I just say, you know, I think fast fashion in the future, man, we're going to look back and be like, disgusted with ourselves. I mean, I, you do that anyway. <laughs> that's just your life. Constantly disgusted. <laughs> I am someone though who's not impressed by like, if I meet someone and they're like, oh, it's like Vivian. I'm like, so I don't care. Exactly. If I like it, I like, I likes what I likes. 
And we have um, the Brit Crew coming oh, out. Oh, lovely Brit Crew, our best mates. Yeah. <laughs> Bessie mates now. No longer returning our calls, but we're it's still friends fine. with them. We've got the oh, restraining order, it's fine. <laughs> and they come out with um, driving a car that has Raven on it. Da, 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 da. So we talked a little bit about Raven in the Brit Crew special, but um, are you a Raven fan? I love Raven. Yeah. The face is everything. Beat for Iconic the gods. Iconic mug. Well, it's a mug that's inspired a thousand mugs. Like, a lot <laughs> yes. of people are trying to emulate the Raven face, including now RuPaul, because she does her makeup on the show, obviously. Um, and I love watching Fashion Photo Review. I don't know if you watch oh, I love Fashion Photo yeah, Review. and Raven Toot and Boot, everyone. Watch it if you don't. And w- one of my things for if I'm having a shit day to cheer me up, if you watch the episode, the compilation of Ra- Raven and Raja shading each other, it is really, 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 really funny. So... It has my vote. <laughs> um, and let's face it, season two is just that bitch, isn't it? I love season two. The Can we... season. Mystique Summers Madison is one of my all-time faves. She was the first ever split on the show. Oh, was it Jade, actually? But I, lo- I remember, I love how much she tried to pass off doing the country challenge and pass oh. off those horrible clothes as, well, that's what people wear where I'm from. Still to this day, I haven't got my head around that. Didn't she say, wasn't her excuse for not doing well was that the gangs were acting up in Mexico and she thought her mum was going to get kidnapped by Mexican gangs? It was, and RuPaul at the reunion just went, oh, anyway, Tyra. <laughs> just like, <laughs> swiftly along. Um, Raven, again, keeps up with the theme of American stars on the show, trying a British accent. She goes, you all look fucking shite, which sounds a lot more Irish. And she, um, <laughs> yeah. and she says about Michelle, that bitch is in the boot. So Raven gets a short but very memorable cameo, I think. It is. So, and she, she was already there anyway doing the makeup, so you may as well utilise her. Within this car, though, it has a lot of car boot rubbish, which they need to use, and this is the max challenge, to make an outfit. So we already know, because you mentioned last week, you love car boots. I'd say none of this stuff you'd buy at a car boot sale. It's random shit. It's it? just <laughs> random shit. You would never buy, like, rubber gloves at a car boot Car boot sale is for just, like, oh, you, you know, your old clothes, old bits of trainers... Board games you no longer want, <laughs> kids' toys, and there's always someone selling like knockoff toiletries. That's I, what you get at car boots at, and the donuts store. And we could get one pan, one pan of bag of donuts for like six. Oh, love the donuts! I wouldn't know because as we established last week, my family wasn't quite as poor as yours. <laughs> but um, I, don't, I think I've only ever been to like one car boot sale. <laughs> and never again. <laughs> you were like never again. <laughs> oh. um, but Cheryl gets a 15 second head start on clearing out the rubbish, which also a lot of this rubbish is like stuff that they've used in challenges in the American show. And yeah. then they complain later when the outfits are similar. And it's like, well, <laughs> you gave them the same material. Um, she takes the rubber gloves. She wants to make that her thing. Um, it's complete chaos when all the rest of them start piling in. And grabbing stuff. It actually, it reminded me of the first like 20 minutes to Saving Private Ryan, which is <laughs> like a fucking war path everywhere. Just grabbing stuff, screaming. Uh, Crystal sets herself up um, in the confessional as being a costume designer who can't fuck this up. Setting the, hi- setting the bar high. Do you think that's a bit of like a mistake to do that? Yeah, I'll keep it under the. I'll keep it under wraps and just be like, "Oh, what's the sign machine?" <laughs> and then just smash it. I think that I remember when Benjamin Creme did that on the iconic before the iconic season six snatch game, where she was like, "Oh, I don't even know how to do a British accent," and then came out with Dame Maggie exactly. Smith. Exactly, lower the expectations and if, then slay. If you say you're good at something, you put a target on your back, and it's just like the show is going to enjoy watching you fall. Like yeah. those two both saying we'd slay the dancing challenge, we clearly would <laughs> make twats of ourselves. Um, as we do every week on this podcast (laughs) and uh, Vinegar is taking her first plan and this changes throughout the episode but her first plan for an outfit is um, inspiration from a toothbrush 
God, I didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> I've taken inspiration from a toothbrush. Babes, what's going on? It sounded like it wouldn't have worked, but considering what she eventually did, I can't she imagine it could have been worse. <laughs> should have stuck with a toothbrush. I mean, clearly fashion is not a thing, bless her. Which, um, bless her. Yeah, but she, she's a she great actress. She didn't have a clue. Uh, Cheryl does a uh, terrible Kim Woodburn <laughs> So impression. bad! Queen of clean, yes. And it's like, why would you do the impression of Kim Woodburn when you know you're on a show with the Vivian who does the impression of Kim Woodburn? Horrible, horrible girl! <laughs> why would I do it when the Vivian does it? Don't her um, <laughs> And why her impression was the exact same as Maggie Smith? It was! Her Maggie Smith and Kim Woodburn are just interchangeable. Her Kim Woodburn impression was a better Maggie Smith than her Maggie Smith. <laughs> so she's just very confused about the whole thing. Um, Vivian <laughs> thinks that something is crazy for wanting to tailor um, an outfit for the very first time on Drag Race. She's like, stick to what you know, girl. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that's wise words. Though. Do, you, do you feel like that with your stand-up comedy? Like, if you're doing a big gig... That's oh, like, my God, yeah, stick to what you know. Never try new stuff on a, yeah. on a new gig. Oh, my God. But something's just not hearing it. No, yeah, she's Babes. clearly not someone who likes advice. But then also at the Open same time... Open your fucking ears. <laughs> <laughs> but how, how do you receive advice? Because I've tried to give you advice a few times and I, I'm not seeing it. Exactly. <laughs> no, especially with comedy, right? I only take advice from people who do comedy. Yeah. And it is incredibly helpful to kind of get someone's coming up, it's like, you know, that joke's funny, but at this, you need to exaggerate this more. It's when you get advice from people who have never been on stage before, never had a mic, queen, have a seat. Don't um, come to me with your advice. Okay? <laughs> people. <laughs> And it's also sometimes like the way it's said, like if someone says something constructive, like, oh, I love the set, but there was this bit. But if people are just like straight in with the negative, it's quite like, you do become a bit defensive, don't you? It's like, okay, let's get on stage. Come on. Here's the mic. Let's see you go up. Come on. (laughs) Very, very I'll sit folded arms in the audience. Come on. Oh, this has got Charlie all riled up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We get um, Rue doing the walkthrough, and I think this is the first... Um, walk through she's done properly like with each queen of yeah, the season, every single queen yeah so do you, do you enjoy watching Rue go through and do the whole I do I love, I love how she like prods and pokes them <laughs> and just pretends it's all like so casual like oh is she, that what you're gonna wear oh okay she, I see she does it with an earpiece in her ear as well and it's just like no. the producers are all like say this say this and like basically just scare the shit out of them more than they already are oh that's some tea I didn't know that yeah Rue's always got an earpiece in oh can you see it yeah, they have pictured it before. I think on Race Chaser they spoke about this and said that they'd found a frame where they did it. So I'm still in there. fired. But yeah. <laughs> that day the editor was like, boom. Rue put out a hit shortly after. <laughs> um, Rue talks to Davina first and talk about her being emotional last week. And she says she's kind of talking in the way that we were saying earlier, where she clearly knows how to sew, but she's been very tentative about it. She doesn't want to set herself up. She's like, I have an idea of how to sew, I think. And then she goes, and I'm going to smash it. Like, <laughs> you have to decide whether you're being confident or <laughs> not there. Uh, Ruth speaks to Bagger, who says, I'm making steel pubes and I'm an old scrubber. So she's still <laughs> continuing to be just a soundbite machine. It's she not is. Like that, is. She's it? churning them out. And she says she can sell snow to the Eskimos, which I think is like a, a running thing with Bagger where maybe she's not going to put a lot of effort into the polish of the outfit, but she knows she's going to work up a shtick. Exactly, but I think, you know, you st- stick to your strengths. I love saying the word shtick. Shtick. It's just, like, enjoyable to the mouth, don't you think? <laughs> Is there any word that you really enjoyed getting your lips around? <laughs> Sorry, that's... <laughs> Ooh, it's getting very... This is the After Dark podcast. Okay. It's because we've had the Brit crew in. We're all fucking tired <laughs> up. We're all a bit... 
Um, we need to have a cold shower well, separately. We do. <laughs> <laughs> um, what words do I love? I love, um, isn't it cellador? They say that's the most beautiful word in English language. Oh, yeah, I have heard that cellador. Cellador. Um, <laughs> I like, um, oh, is this gonna, this gonna, oh my God. Okay, here we're going to sound very poncy. <laughs> There's a word in Italian called chiacchiare. It sounds like you've got phlegm. Cough it up, babes. Chiacchiare. Chiacchiare. It means... What does it mean? It means to chit-chat. Oh, so you have a bit of chiacchiare. Yeah. A bit of pizza. Chiacchiare. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's one of my favourite words to say. When I casually speak Italian. <laughs> Do you <laughs> speak Italian? Yes. Si, ragazzo. Oh, I've heard. Did you call me a fag? Fagazzo? <laughs> <laughs> <That's... laughs> I heard you so... enjoyed oral, but this is a whole other level. Oh. I like to say the word... Chocolatier. <laughs> Don't you think it's lovely? It's actually like that. Oh, I'm watching like a Lint advert. Chocolatier. <laughs> Chocolatier. Look at you going all posh when you say it. I just think it's all... Um, yeah, I am common really, are. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of common, Bagger loves a bargain. She loves haggling. Oh. Are you a haggler? I'm not a haggler, but I am. I love a reduced section in the supermarket. That's my thing. When I see a yellow sticker, nothing gets me more aroused than when you're walking around a supermarket and you see that yellow sticker on something, you're like, gotta have it. Even if it's something you would never eat. Oh, you're vegetarian yeah. and it's just like it's a chicken. chicken. You're like, gotta have it. Better get it. Oh my God, it's one pound five off. Gotta get it. <laughs> I've t- one of my aims in life is to really be a good haggler. And I've tried so many times, but I think it's one of those things like when dogs just have a sense of like fear i think people who <laughs> sell stuff they know if you're really good at it so like i'll say like oh i want to pay half price and i'm walking away and they just look at me and they know i'm not so i walk <laughs> away and then i just walk back and yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll take I, it. I do really want it so i'll probably end up paying more than the original price as well <laughs> like, i'm the wrong kind of haggler um, I love the fact, I don't know if you noticed this because it could have been easily missed, but after Ruth finishes speaking to Bagger, Bagger does a safe and does a fist bump with he her. He does! Safe it. I put Ruth's like, what the fuck what is, is this safe? It's <laughs> like antibacterial <laughs> handwriting her hand. <laughs> touch. She's definitely going. <laughs> um, Cheryl, uh, he speaks to Cheryl and she uh, says that the dancing we boosted her confidence because she's been in the bottom three two weeks in a row now. So um, I, I feel like she has quite a good rapport with Ruth as well. They seem to. A lot of fun I think Cheryl's there. got a banter. I think she likes her. I know. I think she's actually coming across well now, and like, and but she seems to be getting quite a lot of hate. I think. On, I know. Well, don't start me off. You know what I'm like. Well, at first I thought I, you were just the Essex thing, but I think now I'm I really it. like. I don't understand hate. I'm just like people get off her back. All right. <laughs> oh, Charlie will come for you. I'll come for your bags. <laughs> I love that um, when Rue goes to talk to Vinegar, she says, hello, Vinegar. And she goes, what did you call me? <laughs> Which is one of my favourite Rue jokes when anything sounds like a rude, well, like the N-word usually. She goes, yeah. what did you call me? <laughs> and I've like adopted that into my daily life now. Whereas when everyone's talking about smoking, they talk about a fag. If it's a straight person, I'm like, what the fuck did you just call me? <laughs> makes people very uncomfortable, which is, which is basically my brand. Uh, Rue, um, this is, well, this is the most memorable. This is the moment of the show. Which we opened our show with as well. But Rue, I love the fact Rue tries her very best to say to Vinegar politely that basically she's not polished, but instead builds up to what must be one of the most savage takedowns that we've ever seen in Drag Race history from Rue, where she calls her Hodge Podge. I like the way we share. <laughs> to say the whole word would just Hodge be too much. Hodge. Oh my god. I, would, I feel like I haven't heard that word in years. I'm not, especially not on, referred to a drag queen. Hodge Podge. I thought I thought it'd be Fierce. quite like a British word no. as well. 
I didn't oh, even Lord. think Rue would use it. But um, yeah, she's. But now she's fucking branded Vinegar Forever. Oh my God, get that on a t-shirt, babes. Oh, she's going to be doing the merch straight away. Merch straight away. It's the, the single better be out already, Hodgepodge. Well, she released her single Camp yesterday. Oh, girl, you missed the trick there. Not going to Hodgepodge. I'm sure the follow-up will be the Hodgepodge. Bring it to the Hodgepodge. 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 And I love the cutaway to Bagus' reaction, which is just, whoa. <laughs> which is now what I'm going to do when anyone says anything offensive to me, which is all the time. Just, whoa. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rue tries to backtrack. So I'm being careful here. It's just not very glamazon. on. I'm like, you're digging, babe. It's done. Um, Chris, he goes to talk to Crystal next. Um, she says, a little birdie told me that you can design. And Crystal now realizes that she, um, she should have kept that quiet. Mm-hmm. So were you getting the impression at this point that Crystal was going, going to slay or that she was being set up for a bit of a fall? I think she was still going to slay. You I think she was. really has got that advantage of knowing how to slay. Yeah. I think, can I say something as well? By can I, am I allowed to say something? Do I mission? <laughs> I think Crystal's quite hot. Really? Is this is this in or out of drag? Is just me out of drag? Is I it just she's me? An attractive man, symmetrical face. I'm get, I'm getting a little I'm getting a little flushed looking at Crystal. Oh my god! Is this my the basement. first drag race crush you've had? No, I mean there was the obvious Cameron Michaels. He's a bit too obvious now. I always think the obvious is Pearl. I suppose. Yeah. I told you my is uh, something on my face. Surprising drag race crush. Was it? I remember guessing it was Tammy Brown, but then it was Tammy else. Brown. Come it on, was, people! It was oh, the Queen me. herself, not RuPaul. Who? <laughs> Who? Bianca Del Rio. Oh yes, yes. I think Bianca Del Rio yeah. is surprisingly hot outside of drag. <laughs> but in the UK, when it's Crystal, I think for me it would be. Yeah, probably it would be Crystal. The thing I is, think. I did a thing of Canadians. There's been a few Canadian boys this year. It in you. Not, <laughs> sorry, that was very bloody but... In my sphere, if my is that what you call your ass? yeah? Your no, sphere? I've dated a few Canadian boys this year. I don't know what it is. Canadians, I don't know they do it for me. Just absolutely love it. It's the politeness that gets to me. <laughs> um, Blue is uh, scared to talk to her idol Rue. Although for someone who's scared, she throws a hell of a lot. Of shade. She does. Talk. I thought RuPaul was gonna be like, end the challenge. Blue, you're going home. Sashay. Oh, I wait. thought it was gonna be just instant sashay. Like bye. But she's like the silent assassin because she's young and sweet, and then she's just like basically telling RuPaul that ball gowns are done to death. No offense. Rue's <laughs> <laughs> just like, what the fuck? Um, and then she even says to her, can't wait to see what you're wearing later. I'm like, where is this confidence come to speak to Mama Ru like this? It's that last lip thing. She's like, all right, cocky. She even says, see you later, babe, to Rue. I'm like, this isn't a sorority house. This is fucking drag race. You behave yourself. But she did impress Rue by getting the um, head joke. I know, mind? classic. That's the Rue trap he lays. I bet she thought Blue's a young girl. I bet she hasn't seen every season of Drag Race. I'm going to test her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but luckily she passed with flying colours. I think Blue may be the shadiest queen since Pearl, actually. Um, speaking of which, should we talk about that? Because it is one of the most iconic things. What did you make of the whole uh, Pearl, you know how she did that interview this year, revealing what RuPaul oh, said? Oh, yes. Nothing you say matters unless those cameras are rolling. What did you Okay, have? controversially, I'm Team RuPaul. I was Team RuPaul as well. Of course that's what you do. Save it for the cameras. You're on a TV show. Absolutely, yeah. Cause, um, and also some people said at the time that obviously RuPaul's working on the show, not just as a host, but as a producer. Yeah. And if like every single person got to go up and gush over Ru all the time, that takes up a lot of your day. She doesn't have time to be listening to this shit constantly. And also, yeah, it's like, but save your gems for the camera. Yeah. There's and no point doing these. These are great dramatic moments, you know. 
And for continuity, because if you say stuff, <laughs> well, it's real. Um, so the Vivian, she talks to the Vivian, who I was surprised by this. She reveals Cher tattoos. I know. I did not get Cher from Vivian's face. I did not Because get she's obviously, Cher. she's been touched. Touched by, by an angel. She has Maybe been touched by an angel. More than one angel. Thank you, I Dr. Zismore. I was not getting Cher, though. I suppose all you need is the wig and the voice and I your Cher. You don't even really need deep. to look like it, do you? Oh, my God, I'm seeing Cher tomorrow. I'm so excited. Are you seeing Cher? Oh, my God, I'm seeing oh Cher. Um, sorry, I mean, like, I'm asking that's not insane, but... <laughs> <laughs> Grinder is going to explode in that building. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Have you seen Cher before? I've never seen Cher. I've never seen Cher. I was meant to see her um, at Mardi Gras last year. Um, was it last year? Yeah, and she was performing and I had uh, tickets to go in, but I got so excited during the festival that I got really drunk and passed out and when I woke up, she'd already been on. <laughs> it was devastating. So tomorrow is going to be a bit of a full circle moment like, for me. Please don't drink. I'm not going to dare drink. <laughs> Just a little bit of heroin, that's it. No Just drink. But, um, but I have met Cher before, even though I have Oh, okay. Name drop, okay. That is a name worthy of dropping. Okay, Pink News Awards, meeting Cher, I see. Okay, <laughs> that's great. She was um, in London a few years ago with Christina Aguilera when they were promoting burlesque. And I was on the red carpet and got to ask Cher a question. And I asked her the question, um, the question wasn't interesting, as that's um, my approach to that job. But um, <laughs> the interesting thing about the day was that was the day that Cher got photographed and she had like a hair clip at the back of her neck that was like holding like back all the skin to tighten her skin. Oh which my was, like, God. Published on the Mail Online and everyone was going crazy about. And I was just like, so close to asking this question. I had no idea that she was being clipped into youth clipped into youth and since then I've always used one and that's how I look so young today oh you do you look a young 45 <laughs> like a day over 50 <laughs> oh that's cool we'll be at Cher tomorrow then maybe we should do a special episode from... no I'm getting carried away we'll get a share we'll get a share on the podcast hi <laughs> <laughs> no I won't do my impression again it went down terribly last week <laughs> what's your favourite Cher song um I love uh Shoop Shoop <laughs> and that was I think the song that got me into Cher was the Shoop Shoop, the Shoop, Shoop song the Shoop is but my favourite ever is it wasn't actually a massive hit but I love this song it's called Save Up All Your Tears do you know that one I don't Baby, save up all your tears you now you know it oh my god she wasn't in the room guys she wasn't <laughs> in the room that was Ed can you believe <laughs> Um, Rue speaks to something and something admits that she ruined her jacket to make a new one and Rue advises her quite Clearly, there's no two ways about it that she should be using stretchy fabric, but she ignores it at her peril. Never ignore Rue. Well, I'm in two minds about this. On one hand, I agree, but on the other hand, I think sometimes does Rue kind of try and throw you off by suggesting things? Never. This Woo! the thing I notice most with this is the snatch game. When she comes through and does the snatch game run throughs, often she will like ask you to do a bit, not laugh, and then say you should change it, but. Sometimes it's very hard to be put on the spot with that. And sometimes I think you do need to trust your instinct. Yeah. Definitely in this case, something should have listened. Oh my gosh, she should have. So obviously, post Rue's visit, they're all shaken as you would be because Rue was a fucking assassin in there. <laughs> um, Chris, but then, even though they've all been criticised to hell, Crystal decides, Crystal, um, are you going to be okay? <laughs> no, sorry, I'm just going to need a cushion <laughs> on your crotch or something. She, um, she sticks the knife into vinegar going, well, your runways have been simple and rough around the edges. It's like, tell it how it is. Kick a girl when she's down. And then we get a little comedic bit because Bagger, who's getting high off the glue, <laughs> yeah. they're not allowed drinks in the workroom, so you got to 
make best make do with what you got and then they, her and the Vivian go for a spin in the car that the Brit could drove it <laughs> and they do like a little not skip. staged at all not staged <laughs> in the slightest it was better acted than the acting challenges really should we go for a spin in the car oh yeah <laughs> come on what a great idea um, and they do a bit for Thelma and Louise can we just take a minute to appreciate Thelma and Louise? Oh my God, such a good film. Even Moon is nodding. See, Moon when you've got nodding. two gays and a straight all in agreement, that is such an iconic film. It is the I best. I love any film that can make suicide look fun. And like, <laughs> spoilers for anyone who um, hasn't seen it, but oh my God, that end. It's like, it's I still fun. get in tears no matter how many times I've watched it. And young Brad Pitt in the That's cowboy hat. first big film, <gasps> isn't it? Oh, and actually though, I would take Brad Pitt now. I'm an old Brad Pitt. Fan. Oh, I agree with you. I he's, mean, he's... I'm one of those people who, like, I could never fancy Brad Pitt because even in my imagination, he would reject me. So, like, <laughs> I can't even conjure up the fantasy because he's too hot. But watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this year, which uh, is an amazing film, and he gives a great oh. performance in it, he's topless in that, and it echoes the Thumb and Louise, and he looks just as good and as the Fury and Ad Astra. I, have to say, I would take old Brad Pitt over young Brad Pitt any day. Probably go Fight Club age, if any. So he's like, no. I mean, I'm taking any Brad Pitt if he's offering. You're never kicking him out. I'm never kicking any Brad Pitt. <laughs> or maybe meet Joe Black, Brad Pitt. That was terrible. So, <laughs> I've never seen that. Film. Oh, it's bad. I, I, that's why, because I heard. I heard. Um, do you think that the Viv and Bagger are taking the competition seriously? These tend to, they seem to be like playing about and. Well, I think it's just cockiness, isn't it? They're just a bit like, yeah, we're going to play in the car because we've got this sorted. When you're in Confidence Corner, you can afford when to When you're in Confidence skit. Corner. Also, I love, do you know what I love? These badges that they make them wear in the workroom. I Do think they make a, them or are they just choose them I to? think they make them. And I think it's like a little psychological being like, oh, they've won. I think it's a Wind good little visual. Up. I think it's really good. <laughs> well, Bagger was wearing her badge, as you heard in the interview earlier when I, I spoke to her this week, and they're not making her do it anymore. So she's clearly just fucking <laughs> loving every minute of it, including with Jeremy Corbyn. Um, Davina is crying with laughter at Vinica's hamburger bun outfit, saying, oh, Vinica, love, I'll help you pack. <laughs> A hamburger, This is overalls impression. <laughs> she looked like the hamburger. Was it the hamburger from McDonald's? Yeah, that's what she looked like, girl. And I don't even know which outfit because she keeps changing outfit attempts. So I don't know which attempt this is, but <laughs> we never knows? see this on the runway, so it gets rejected. She's panicking, and rightly so. Um, did you think at this point there was any possibility that Vinegar was going to turn it around and suddenly gag everyone, or were you just like, no? She fucked. was one hundred percent. She was going down in flames. It's actually, I mean, we love the drama of Drag Race, obviously, but like, it's sometimes difficult to watch when a queen is so out of their depth. Like, I know she's just drowning. Yeah, I mean, it would. If I was on Drag Race and had a sewing challenge, I would be fucked. So I totally understand. I just wouldn't know how to put anything together. It was I'd just, just, especially because she kept starting again and again and again. I was like, oh God, where is this going? Just stick to one. It's not going to be good. Um, we've got another break next. We have another interview with another one of the queens from this season. Lucky listeners. Uh, Charlie will be jealous about this because it was um, his number one crush. <gasps> oh, Crystal Beth. She had to drop the Beth Crystal from her name because it sounds like Crystal Meth. So, um, but we can use it here because. Oh, and you didn't give her my number? No, because I didn't know about this. Oh, all right. That's all right. I don't want to call it a creepy crush, but I didn't know about it <laughs> till just now. But next time I see Obsession. her. Obsession. <laughs> so here is Crystal. Woo! What's uh, surprised you about the attention? What's been... Well, I get like 10 nudes on Instagram a day. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll stop selling them. <laughs> so that's quite surprising, but it's also kind of nice. 
Did you know, message back or did you just enjoy uh, No, I just like, I just have them. Screenshot, I'll project them at my viewing parties. <laughs> and um, what did you make of the first episode? Oh my god, it's amazing. It's just so funny. Um, I think people are, like, America are like, what is going on? I don't think they, they don't understand any of us, but um, yeah, I think it's just nice to show like a whole new side of, of drag culture. And where will you be watching tomorrow? It's Wednesday, isn't it? Tomorrow. So I'm doing my own viewing parties every Thursday oh, yeah. at Bethlehem Working Men's Club. Come oh, along, watch me. me. I need to watch go. me cringe. Watch me. <laughs> Is it quite stressful for you to watch the Well, episode? the first one was hard because uh, the first one was easy because I'd already seen it. Tomorrow I haven't seen the episode, so I. I mean, I have no idea. Maybe I'm the villain. <laughs> I don't think so. So, <laughs> some people thought you should have won the mini challenge. Well, you know, that includes me. And you're a Rue girl now. Ah, I know. Has it changed you at all? Um, absolutely. I mean, uh, 10 nudes a day, that's going to do something to someone's ego. Look how big my hair is. That's just all that's ego. Fully erect. That's just all ego. <laughs> and uh, if so many questions want to ask you about the show, but you can't talk about anything that's not like, aired yet, can you? No. Oh, it's so frustrating. I'm sorry. Are you um, getting a lot of love from all the stars from America? Yeah, yeah. everyone's been lovely. Um, I mean, I, I think a follow at this point is lovely, so that's happening, and it's cute. And what was it like um, spending time with Rue and meeting Rue? Uh, amazing. She's, like, very controlled, but it's in this, like, amazing professional way, and you're just like, oh, I'm in very safe hands. That's, what, that's how I felt the entire time. Like, she knows how this works. She's going to get it done, and she's going to make it really, like, a great TV show, which is what's happening, so. And what are your goals for um, taking the platform the show's given you and moving forward? Well, I'm just trying to keep modest and humble, so I think I'll start with world domination and then just see what happens. <laughs> the movie first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for talking to me. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you, you too. United Queendom. We're back, back, back again. And it's... Ah, <laughs> yes, it's, it's Elimination Day, so the queens are getting ready. They're all laughing about hodgepodge, so it's like already become iconic to them. Um, Vinica says it's one of the worst things you can be called, but she's embracing it. But they all think she's fucked. She's now changed her mind from toothbrush to hamburger to dictionary. I know. That's what? not a sentence they were saying. <laughs> Quite a mouthful. Uh, but we get a sweet moment because her and Something are having a serious friendship moment and hugging it out. And um, Something Wong says, but if you do go home, please leave me that dress. I don't know. Which dress are you talking about? I know. Which dress do you want which, for vinegar? Exactly. What <laughs> vinegar dress do you want? The hamburger dress or the toothbrush? No. That yellow caftan? No thanks. <laughs> Although the one we said that she wanted to wear for the London thing, but wasn't... Oh, yeah, the TFL dress. That could have been her one shining fashion moment. Um, Blue, continuing her newfound success as the shadiest queen (laughs) on the show, uh, she says to Davina, so tell me about when you started doing drag in the 1800s. You would know about the 1800s, Blue. You just dressed up like one a few minutes ago. (laughs) Friar Tuck. (laughs) I had tucked indeed um, one of my favourite things about Davina who I I don't know why we can't say favourites but I feel like she's emerging as my favourite in the show oh okay is is her facial reactions to things like when Blue shades her she just sits there and just like almost just like you can feel her digesting it and like saving it up like I'm gonna get you later bitch storing it in the library of her mind and we get a lot of it's very poetic what's going on and we get Seamus Heaney in here what's going on (laughs) I'm surprised you could even name a poet. 
I can't. I love the poets. <laughs> I um, Blue uh, then gets to shade Davina even more by saying she was in primary school when Davina started doing drag. Obviously, DDC is gagaroony. <laughs> Um, Davina says that she thinks that drag um, It's a lot easier now in her day Thanks to the internet And they've got all the tutorials Whereas in her day They just have to fumble around And figure it out So what do you Opening this up to a wider discussion What mm-hmm. do you think about the way That the internet has completely changed the world Oh wow Hope we're getting into it mm-hmm. How long is the podcast guys <laughs> <laughs> It's great. It feels like um, It brings people together But then also separates us at the same time in a weird kind of contradictory manner and how you can really find your tribe on especially like kind of like social things like you can really find your tribe on the internet but then also you can also become quite isolated and don't mix yeah because i think that like actual physical and face-to-face interaction is not just a bonus I think it's something that we need as humans so like I don't think even though it is nice like messaging people and having all these networks and stuff I don't think that is enough to satisfy our need for like human contact and um and basically asking people to touch me please (laughs) come and touch me I've not been touched and but I'm also always so I say this all the time I'm so relieved to be of an age where like I experienced high school without smartphones oh my god thank god I did not have I don't know how these kids do it because like I wasn't invited to stuff but at least I didn't have pictures of the things I wasn't invited to. Oh my God, thank God I wasn't on Facebook. I tortured myself. Oh my God, and find out like how, leave only like 12 friends or whatever on Facebook. Oh my God. 12, I would have been jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's Mr. Popular? Okay. <laughs> so, oh, double digits, I see. <laughs> but it really, it really worries me for like young people. Cause I'm just, and you hear a lot about how like anxiety is going up for the younger people and I'm, I'm really not surprised they have so much to contend with oh yeah that we never thank god I didn't to... have Instagram thank god I didn't have Grindr thank god I didn't have any of that god Grindr in school that doesn't bear worth thinking about um, but I remember we, we, you do remember when you were a teenager the um, the internet kind of being introduced and you remember like how slow it was I remember <laughs> yeah. I spent all day at home this was how I spent my time because as I said I wasn't really invited to anything uh, just looking for naked pictures of Robbie Williams <laughs> he just released was Ro- that your childhood crush? oh my god Robbie Williams was my ultimate crush he was actually what helped me realise I was gay because oh. when I was like 8 years old I used to be in bed at night and I would imagine Robbie Williams coming into my bedroom and kissing me on the forehead tucking me in and leaving <laughs> so even though it wasn't like a sexual dad. <laughs> I knew that that wasn't normal so I was like something's going on here <laughs> and then I always promised myself if I ever met Robbie Williams I would tell him that he was the first man that I ever masturbated over and I met him two years ago and I went up to him and I told him that and he uh, asked me what my name was and I said Ed and then he gave me a hug and said happy wanking Ed oh what a cute story and then that story is now featured in his biography Oh, <laughs> because he was having a guy follow him around for a year who's like ghostwriting his story. And that guy um, wrote in his biography about my encounter with him and made it very shady towards me. He said that a young man breathlessly ran up to Robbie Williams and had something he had to tell him. And then he made out that Robbie had basically shunned me, which was not true. <laughs> <laughs> But there you go, that's my Robbie Williams tale. And that's what I was looking for, Robbie Williams oh, tale. Hey. <laughs> I never found it. I spent all day trying to Google the unedited version of the Rock DJ video and it could not be found. Although today it is available, so if anyone wants to see it, there you go. Get yours. Get yours. Yeah. Happy wanking. <laughs> <laughs>
And speaking of wagging, Davina says, um, she's laughing at um, Cheryl's outfit and says, fancy a finger, how about 700 rubber ones? <laughs> So that's, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't close with it, but that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard better jokes, but <laughs> she, she, but she certainly enjoyed it herself. So sometimes you just got to sell your own. Uh, Viv and Bagger are talking about Confidence Corner, which is basically what we now are. We are Confidence Corner, bragging about our um, dancing abilities. We're hey, bragger chips, and hey. uh, they're saying that Vivian is the queen of the looks, Bagger's the queen of the acting, and Crystal is. Queen, queen of, of my heart, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> she just is the queen to you. Um, and Crystal says, if I can't do this challenge, I've got no business being here. Ooh. And later, she doesn't win. So 16? really, she should have done a daler and eliminated herself. <laughs> she should have. But I like the fact Davina, when she's giving Confidence Corner the side eye, and she's like, lots of things they don't bring, there's lots of things they don't bring to the competition. Overconfidence is not cute. It's not cute, is it? It's true. If I... I'm going to read their words. I was expecting, because I think that's a very British quality, the British queens to all go on and just be like, oh, no, I can't do this. I'm not going to be able to do it, even if they're really good. But actually, they're bringing some of that American confidence. They are. Um, It's time for the bring it to the runway. Runway. Bring it to the hodgepodge. Hodgepodge. And, um, oh, my God. RuPaul comes out. And we have to take a moment to talk about this. Take a moment. The looks this series from RuPaul are stunning. I think this might be one of the best looks I've ever seen. It is stunning, that dress. The legs, the makeup. It is, she's looking better and better and better. So it's like red sequins, Christmassy, like on one shoulder and then just showing the legs. Oh, I mean, Rue's signature is red, isn't it? Yeah. She's known for red gowns and blonde hair. So she comes out in an absolutely amazing, stunning signature look. And I must admit, my jaw was on the floor. It is. The, she's stunning. When she comes out, do you ever realize, oh, that's why she's number one? That's why she's the drag queen of the I world. I never forget. I think some of the younger <laughs> fans forget. forget why RuPaul is RuPaul. But no, the show wouldn't work without her. She's part of its DNA. And I think people need to appreciate I mean, her that name's in the title, babes. That is the T. <laughs> and um, also, side note, we have to mention, I think, Michelle's hair. She, Michelle! I so love big. Michelle. It looks amazing. Sorry, I got really hysterical then. It's so good espresso. <laughs> but Michelle's hair looks absolutely amazing. Can I ask you, do you think she's being too nasty this series? I think that she um, is being very... She's being very harsh. Um, but I think it's partly because she, as we get to later, kind of... Um, these queens have known that this was coming for years, probably. So I think she expects them to be like very, 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 very prepared. Because um, yeah, I don't want to throw no shade, but yeah, you do. Just do it. shout out to Mr. Tom Mayer. This is my straight colleague at work who'd never seen Drag Race. So it's his first time watching Drag Race. He doesn't get why Michelle's there. So I'm saying to someone who's a newcomer and has never seen Drag Race before. Yeah. He's literally he's baffled by it. Michelle's presence. Well, I suppose it's the old debate of like, can a woman be a drag queen? Which they definitely can, but um, I get why people who aren't familiar with the the format don't really get that. But a lot of people apparently on Strictly who are watching Strictly think that Michelle is a man. <laughs> this has come from Michelle's mouth herself. She says oh, really? that people, a lot of people think she's a drag queen, and I'm like, well, I think that's good. Work it. Are you watching Strictly? I'll be honest. You have I, a life. So. <laughs> I, I just watched Strictly Takes Two. Um, <laughs> I just watched clips of Michelle. I, I am watching Strictly, but I think I am going to start doing what you're doing because it's the only bit yeah. I'm enjoying. I literally go on and watch the Michelle clip and then that's all I watch. 
She's doing really well. Actually, the guy from Emmerdale, Kelvin Fletcher, is also really good. But I think he's like a trained dancer, so I'm just like, well... Oh, advantages. Um, so good luck, Michelle. I'll be watching tonight. Charlie will be out having fun, and I'll be <laughs> doing that. <laughs> uh, they do a bit about uh, lending Raven her car, and they do a Madame Lequeer reference. Ooh! Which is nice. I like the fact they're referencing the American show still. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we get Dane Twiggy as a guest judge. I didn't realise Twiggy was a Dane, did you? I didn't until this. Oh, I, I listened know. to What's the Tea podcast on Wednesday. She was a guest and she was talking all about her Damehood. But now um, they're giving them out to anyone these days, aren't they? She's looking fab though. What is she now? 70? I think she's um, 104. Oh! Yeah, she looks great. She looks um, great. She says, um, I'm very handy with a needle. So I don't, I don't think bragging about a drug use was appropriate. It's but, very you know, inappropriate to me. That's fine. She, she's obviously trying to young and down with the kids so <laughs> doing heroin to get down that. with the kids <laughs> bit of brown um, does not do heroin lawyers yeah. <laughs> our listening. legal team is working overtime already on this show we can't give them anything else to work with <laughs> so now we have the um, the proper proper runways we have um, Divina De Campo at first I, I want to hear what you think of this I think this is stunning I think it's so unexpected I think Divina probably herself has a very traditional drag aesthetic it's that old school British drag and to come out in something very like Twiggy says Bowie-esque Bowie yeah. Bowie how are we saying it I never know how to say that David Bowie David Bowie David Bowie David Bowie <laughs> just do this Can for half hour. <laughs> I just had a stroke. Um, yeah, she. I wasn't expecting this from her. She said herself, looks are not her uh, speciality, but it's it's edgy. It's edgy. It's avant garde. It's um, haute couture. It's uh, what other French teach, words do I can know? You teach me how to say avant garde. Avant garde. Not the words, but like, what does it actually mean? Avant garde. It means like cool. Yeah, it means like ahead of its time. It means ahead of its time. Yeah. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I wish I'd asked you this advice off the podcast. <laughs> so I'm just showing my ignorance. Uh, but no, those blue plastic ruffle bags around her neck. It's like, um, it's made out of like uh, granny shopping bags. Yeah, which you can tell. But it's well constructed. It is so well constructed. I was just, you just wouldn't expect it from Davina. And I love the makeup and I love a red wig. Oh. Which she always rocks. Next up, from the sublime to the ridiculous, we have Bagger. Bagger. Loving the wig bagger with like the Cruella de Vil white stripe in it. It's very nice that you started with a positive because I think it'll start and end there because I hate this outfit. Oh, okay. Tell me. What is it? It's like wire scrubs, isn't it? She's made. Well, it just reminds me of Monet's sponge dress, but it's just like, I can see the concept, but the, she loses all shape. It's falling apart. It's, I don't need it to be the most elevated polished thing, but I mean, this is just... It's really badly put together and I'm just not feeling it. I don't even like if it was put together well, it's a nasty colour. I just hate it. It looks like a, it does look like a should a diaper full of shit. <laughs> it's like the arse is really full up. It's like a proper Oh, it's probably filled up with blood, because she must be like cutting into a skin with all these fucking scourers. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's in hospital this week. She's fucking self-harmed on the runway. Mm. We get blue in this I'm really I still haven't made up my mind about this. Can one. I I'm going to call me a bitch. This bitch. is a... <laughs> anyway. This is a goddamn mess. Really? How did this pass? I'm sorry. No. She, do you know what she reminds me of? Like a Mawam? What's a Mawam? She looks like a Harry Bow Mawam rapper. It's Mawow. 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 It's Mawow. Girl, M-A-O-A-M. Mawam. There's a whole song about it, how you say it. Moon. What is it? Uh, I thought it was Mawam. Mawam. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, wow. Man, oh man, isn't that an old show from the 90s? 
girl is mad. There's a whole song about it. I'm wrong. M A O A M. Why don't we give them some free publicity? Mawow, get into Mawow, the soft food flavor chew. Mawow. God, I think we're talking about different chews. Are we? How many chews are there? What's Mama Mam? What did you say? The sweet one. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, just the jingle from the advert. We have to move on from this because Moon has to get to a football <laughs> game. <laughs> and we've been talking about Mawam for like fucking 45 minutes. <laughs> Please send us Mawams, I do love them. We are going to address this ne- on next week's show because I don't think that we can let this drop. <laughs> we can't, we need to, we can't move on. <laughs> <laughs> but the but when Blue said it was a rhubarb and custard supervillain, I thought that perfectly described and encapsulated it and kind of made me like it. Um, so yeah, kind of, and I liked the tinsel, I liked the glamour, I liked the sense of humour, but... Mm, it was funny. <laughs> not in a good way. <laughs> um, something comes out in a uh, 80s businesswoman with a new chest, um, look. It, what do you think of this? It, look, I know it's impressive what she done with the fabric. What she done. What she done. So I think. But like, she can't walk in it. She looks so uncomfortable. It's like... The arms, she's trying to... You can tell the arms, she can't straighten them. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, it's just a mess. Well, this is my controversial opinion of the week. I quite liked it. What? I found it quite chic. Nah, but I mean, we've established I don't have a lot of fashion sense, but <laughs> I don't know, I kind of just... I really liked just the... It was giving me, like, Miranda Priestley. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. We can... We, yeah. I think that's a bit of a reach, but I did. I wasn't looking at that thinking bottom too. Oh, I'll we'll get to the deliberations. The Vivian comes out. This is a statement. Videotape realness. Video like vixen. It's not fading to the background. It's not. How tall? The Vivian looks like nine foot five here. She really is taller than um, she... perhaps Mitch, the pit brick crew member. Yeah, yeah shout out to Mitch. Hey, Mitch, we miss you. Um, <laughs> She's got a massive wig. Massive wig, huge heels. I do love the wig and the beat. Oh, yes, that beat. Oh, for the gods. But I am losing uh, shape. Yeah, it is just like a simple, it feels like a simple black dress draped with videotape ribbons. I'm not gagging. I'm not. I, it's good, it's solid, but I, I wasn't thinking winner, 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 chicken. Dinner. Dinner. That impression doesn't really work without me, you being able to see that I'm shaking my head like tricky. <laughs> but you can dress to shirt that I was. Um, you, you're going to have to take the lead on this one because I'm speechless about it. We are speechless. Now, the queen of hodgepodge comes out in just... This has to be one of the worst ever on Drag Race. This I has to be up there. This is the worst outfit that's ever been on Drag this Race. This is the well, number one. We're calling it. And the, one of the, the reasons. The worst. One of the reasons it's the worst is because I don't even think it's an outfit. I don't know what it. Why is there just one sleeve? Why I, is there red paper? There's titty tassels. There's a weird body illusion. I will give her credit. Look, I'm sure non-white queens it's quite hard to find but like naked illusion stuff yes that's true it is but this is just what is going on i enjoyed you saying titty tassels i might add that to my titty um, tassels that's fun to say i think if you put some glue on your body and like jumped into the rubbish that was provided <laughs> in the beginning i don't think it would be worse than what she has done that's what she should have done it's just fucking awful. The blue knickers are coming through. The kitten heel. You couldn't even put on a proper pump. <laughs> I can't even. I can't. I'm baffled. How did she not just close the show then? Be like, goodbye. No lip sync. You need to go. If you're going to worry about outfit, maybe it's best to be the worst. So maybe she was just <laughs> she like, was so like... it was going badly. And was like, Do you know what? I'm going to make it memorable. And it... I actually really want you to like get it off the screen because it's actually really upsetting me. Um, <laughs> next up we get, God, this 
Online, this outfit has definitely divided fans. Cheryl, what do you think? We know you love Cheryl. I think it's a great outfit. I think it's cute. It is cute. It doesn't bother me. Look, I it's because it's after vinegar. Anything will be a step up. I know it's like maybe simpler, but I think simple doesn't mean it's bad. I like the black and white theme. It's like, I, I'm not mad at it. I like the skirt. I love the skirt. I love the boots. She styled it really well. I love she's like done the cut off gloves with just the fingers. Yeah. I love the corset tape underneath. I, I just don't get the madness. And like later on in this episode, Why are you mad we'll though? <laughs> are you mad though? Are you mad though? No. Uh, everyone's gagged that she's not in the bottom, but I never looked at that and thought, bottom. Absolutely not. I mean, I think Stop bottom. picking on Cheryl, guys. She's yeah. done well. No, and she sold it. Do you know what I mean? She's the saleswoman. She absolutely sold it. And she shows her knickers again, which like seems to be a running theme for Cheryl. She loves yeah. to do that. I love that Moon's doing the quietest sneezes ever. I really appreciate <laughs> the effort it took to make no noise there. And that is a tuck a... from Cheryl. Oh, she is tucked, girl. Tucked for the gods. Uh, Crystal comes out, so obviously you're getting hot and bothered. Especially because she's wow. showing so much body hair. She is. So she's wearing like a neoclassical goddess with like massive beach poles for hip pads. Renaissance. And she's holding, what's she holding? It's like a lantern. Uh, yeah, like a la- some sort of lantern. I don't know, her shoulder must be getting hard. I mean, I love the hip below the waist. I'm, I don't know if it needed that thing she's holding. I love a concert. Look, it, yeah, there's something they're not, you wouldn't wear that out though. Yeah, and as I. As a queen. I like the chest hair, but I don't like the combination of chest hair with the titty contour because they're just clashing to me. Yeah. I think she gets complimented for that, but for me, that doesn't really work. The boot. I love the boot. I think... Oh, I didn't even notice the boot. Crystal's that boot is... is probably my favourite thing on the runway. I'd wear those boots as like, Mine a, is as like a boy boot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just wear those on the treadmill. <laughs> that would be a meme. boots. And um, we get the queens at the safe, which are Bagger and Blue. So for me... When this was declared, I was gagged because I thought Bagger should have been in the bottom. I thought... Oh, yeah, Bagger should have. I know she sold it in the right way and she's cheeky, but there's no way... I thought Blue... blue and oh, I thought Blue was a mess as well. That was a... Mm-mm-mm. So I must admit, I love Bagger, but I'm starting to wonder if she's getting a bit of a pass because I felt like she got a bit of a pass on the week one with her um, queen look wasn't, like, the best. Yeah. Because she's always selling up a shtick. But that's what people are criticising Cheryl for, for selling it well but not... But I feel like no one's talking about the fact Bagger's doing that. Exactly. So then we get the top. It's Davina, Vivian, and Crystal. And the bottoms are Cheryl, Something, and Vinegar. So I was surprised to see Something in the bottom and Cheryl. I was surprised to share the bottom, not Something. That just outfit. It just wasn't... And also, it wasn't glamour. I know you said it was chic, but like she literally couldn't move in it. But was it glamour? Became you glamour. <laughs> Um, they ask uh, on the judges' critiques. They ask something why she has no shirt, and Graham calls it basic. So they're really coming for her. They are. Um, and uh, Michelle even says to Vivian, "We've seen it before, but she did make it her own." Yeah. So they're referencing, as I mentioned earlier, that a lot of these things are kind of similar to what we've seen on the American show, but maybe not as good. Uh, they speak to Vinegar, and she says, "You can call me Hodgepodge." So they're all shading her, but she's making a joke of it. Um, exactly. No, uh, she's in on the joke. Good for her. If, how would you think you would deal with being critiqued, like, if you were on the runway? <gasps> I, I would, it would... Oh, my God, I just felt sick. Sorry, thinking about it. I got a little bit like, ooh! Oh, my God, I thought I was going to pee myself. Um, oh, it must be horrible. Especially, I suppose if you know you've done... Especially if you know you've done bad, actually, because then you're expecting it. You're like, come at me. Unless you've been full on delusion, think you've done amazing and then get ripped to shreds. That's yeah. what would knock me off course. Oh, because then you're just in your head like, I'm going to have to lip sync. Oh, the tension. For me, it'd just be the standing up. I'd be so upset <laughs> Get me that. a stool. <laughs> stool. 
um, they tell Cheryl that they're happy with um, no Cheryl says she's happy with what she did and Michelle says well I'm glad you think so mm, shade and they we're getting a bit of like divided there because Twiggy and Graham don't agree they praise Cheryl uh, but then Michelle kind of goes off on a bit of a tangent. She's like, you guys must have watched Drag Race for so many years, yet you come on here not knowing how to sew. And then she says, um, Cheryl did sell it well, but she can probably do better than that. So do you, like, agree with Michelle? Matt needed to sew. Um, you know, I think you can't. Do you have an excuse after, like, 15 seasons of Drag Race? I understand, but... Th- Later on in the episode, Cheryl says that she did learn to sew. And yeah. I'm like, can you learn to sew quickly? I think it may be to sew well. It's not something you can... Because they only find out a few months before the show. Yeah. So there's only so much you can squeeze in. And also... Well, maybe it's first. I say, but when they leave the show, you don't really need to sew, do you? You're not, you're not sewing. People are giving you outfits and you're, you're buying them. So, like... And you only need it for the one episode to get through. So they're all just praying like, oh, I know I'm not good at this, but I'm just hoping I get safe. Exactly. And I must say, they always criticise the queens for not being able to sew. But I don't see how that's different and say like, why would you come on the show if you can't sew? But they never say to queens who are not funny, like when you do have Snatch Game every season. Exactly. It's like very few queens encapsulate all these characteristics. You don't have a weak point. I don't think you should be put off going on the show because it's your weak point because hopefully you can lip sync your way out of that if you have to. Exactly. No, that is true. Yeah, no one gets criticised saying, well, if you can't tell a joke, why are you here? No, I'm with you. I'm with... Oh, we agree. Look at this. Oh, we're coming back together after that explosive row about Mao. Wow. It's like Taylor Swift all over again. We can Google that actually because we're about to go to a break before we get to Untucked. So let's um, go to... It's not a break. It's... uh, uh, we're going to have a little teaser of our Brit Crew episode. Our fab Brit Crew episode. They were such lovely guys. They were amazing. Funny as well as gorgeous. I know. Do you fancy them as much as you fancy Crystal? <laughs> oh, I'll take all five of them. <laughs> oh, God. Winner stays on. Plenty of... <laughs> right, we'll be back soon. Thank you. Enjoy. Thank you. <laughs> we're very, very excited today because we have the Brit Crew. Hello, Hello boys. Exclusive Brit Crew. Um, just to let everyone know, because obviously this is audio, um, but just to give you a bit of visual, uh, the Brit Crew are all completely naked today, which we weren't expecting. We thought they were going to come in full clothes, but it's a pleasant surprise. Um, but if we, if we sound a bit flustered, that's why. So. <laughs> we'll be uploading some audio from their um, nudity onto the Instagram page, so make sure you follow. Can you give us the highlight, AJ, with, the, with your filming time? Um, my highlight? Was it getting straddled by something wrong? <laughs> it was, because Stop it was it. like... No, seriously, it was yeah. like... Um, because me and Mitch did our first day together, and like, it was... On that day, it was so nice to like, go into it and meet a brand new friend, and yeah. we could tell already that this is like a thing we that just like... fangirl the whole we time. Were, I mean, like, over great. each other, over the... <laughs> <laughs> Love your crotch, big fan. (laughs) I'm just grinning the whole time trying not to grin and failing. Because we're all such massive fans of the show. They all trust people that really... Mm. (laughs) Do you think that that's a requisite for them, for you to be a fan? I just think they don't. I think so, because... I think it sells better, especially, like, all the messages I've had recently are of, like, your smile coming into the workroom. I was like, I could not stop it. I was so happy. I was like, I just drove a car onto set of my favourite TV show. (laughs) Who the frig does that? I'm sorry. United Queendom! We're back and we're getting straight into Untucked. Bagger says she looks like a sack of spuds. <laughs> so I'm glad she agrees with us. She's kind of relieved that she's safe. She um, knows that she kind of got a bit of a 
golden ticket there and she says I was hot going um, to my penis and I burnt my bell end <laughs> <laughs> again there are a lot of reasons why she may have been in hospital this week that we're finding out as the episode is <laughs> going on whereas Blue thought she'd be delusional <laughs> sorry I was going to say Blue thought she'd be top two but I was going to call her I've been planning this for a while as you can see delusional delusional round of applause it's a delusional joke. I was really excited about saying it thank you thank you <laughs> Uh, the Vivian is coming for something for not taking her advice. You know, girl, it's okay to admit you're wrong sometimes. I told you I can't have more than one coffee of rice. I just lose like, my mind. That was like Egyptian. What was that? That was literally Sorry. the Middle East. Where were you? We've been talking for like four hours straight now. Girl, I've completely I, lost my mind. Vivian, wow, okay. Do you want to try doing the Vivian without the Moroccan tw- twang? Girl, it's okay to admit you're wrong sometimes. Oh my God. <laughs> Moon, please cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Something says, uh, good point, I didn't ask for your advice. So, uh, but she says she'd be happy to go home in this outfit because she feels sick in it. So I like the fact she's standing by her guns. And I agree with her. I like the outfit. I know, you do agree with her. I suppose at least she's going home and something she's happy with. Well, she doesn't go home, does she? As we get. Oh, all right. Jumping the myself. gun. <laughs> the Vivian agrees with Michelle. She says, why can't she fucking sew? She really better? goes in. Yeah, that is better. <laughs> Much better. Um, <laughs> she really goes in on the girls. Um, in quiet, do you not think she, I thought it was a little bit of a bullying. I just thought it was a bit much. I was like, there's a way to say stuff, Viv. I Viv, like an hour. <laughs> I definitely like um, when the queens are just honest and blunt with each other and give each other the tea. But I do think there could be a bit more of an element of if you've just been torn to shreds by the judges, it is a bit kicking someone when they're down. Yeah, it's a bit raw. So I prefer to like be mean and critique someone when they're in a good mood (laughs) and bring them down. But if they're already sad, it's like, well, my my work here is done. Um, Cheryl admits to her, even though we like the outfit, she says, yeah, I know it's a pile of wank, but I worked it. So um, yeah, is she for real? (laughs) I know. Also, Cheryl's not wearing any nails. I feel like Cheryl's just been broken at this point. She's just like, everyone's slagging me off, so I'm going to slag off my own outfit, even though I think she's actually living for it. I know. Leave off Cheryl, guys. Should we do the um, Leave Britney Alone video? (laughs) Leave Leave Cheryl alone! alone. (laughs) Uh, We go back to the deliberations, where I'm noticing that Michelle and Graham Norton are disagreeing quite a lot. They are. We didn't get this when Alan was on. No. It's kind of giving me vibes of, um, remember back in the day on the US show, when Michelle and Santino just used to constantly disagree oh, Santino bringing him back I, know, I miss Santino don't you oh do you I, well he used to be so mean but I quite it was quite fun and then the queens would get really riled up and argue back with him and it was I remember when um, Pandora Box had a big argument with him on season 2 reunion it was like one of my favourite moments of the show yeah. and Santino's quite hot let's just call a spade a spade um, but they're disagreeing about the eyelashes on DDC um, they're disagreeing because Graham thinks Cheryl's likeable, so it doesn't matter. Michelle's like, oh, it matters. Because she's always the one. Well, then like, why does it matter for a bag of chips, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's the tea. Say it again. Um, but do, does it matter? Do you think that queens should be given a pass if they can really sell it on the runway? We know what is a fashion challenge. I'll give it Michelle that. It is a fashion challenge, so it doesn't matter what you look like. Yeah, but I think your personality does come into play in everything you do, really, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that's true in the world of showbiz. Like, you get someone like... I'm going to be shady now. But, like, you get sometimes 
someone like the Spice Girls, who maybe not are the most vocally talented in the world, but what made them so iconic was their personality. Their cheekiness, yeah. Yeah, so sometimes it isn't all just about the having the highest level of talent. Who's your favourite Spice Girl? Oh, God, it changes on a day-to-day basis. All right. Back in the day, it was Jerry. All right. I'd say right now in time, it's probably Mel C. Often it comes back to Mel C. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's never really Emma, though. Who's, oh, who's, sorry, Emma. Who's yours? As posh spies, always posh. VB. Vicky B. Love the bit of Vicky B. I danced with posh spies this year at Glastonbury. Oh, okay. Another name drop. Okay. Where was my invite to Glastonbury? But that's fine. By danced with, I mean danced 10 metres away from, and David Beckham actually pushed me away when I tried to go up to her. So, <laughs> with was a bit of a stretch. You got touched by David Beckham, though. Yeah, I got put in, like, I don't know, what's the word for it? Like, please... <laughs> Please put you like in a um, the arm behind your back. Yeah. But he did that in a way that was so um, slick and it didn't hurt at all. It was like, I was actually impressed. I was like, you managed to keep me away from your wife very efficiently and successfully. Oh. Personally, I think he's jealous. I wasn't asking him for a picture. Like, <laughs> there's a Spice Girl around. But yeah, it was, um, I'm, I'm very rarely starstruck, but I must admit seeing Victoria and David Beckham, it was like fucking hell. Oh. Plus I was really drunk. So you <laughs> so shot me, Ed. I didn't even plan to drop that name. I'm sorry, it just happened. <laughs> Alright, where are we now? So the Ruse bring back my girls and we get the winner of the challenge, which who did you think was gonna win? I thought uh the Viv was gonna win. No, I thought Crystal was gonna win. I thought they were gonna give it to Crystal. I had a feeling, even though it wasn't my favourite, that the Vivian was gonna win. Oh again. Um but I'm glad Davina won. I do think it was the right decision. I agree, because it was just so out of her comfort zone and she's not a look queen, and to make that avant-garde look. I can say that now because I know what it means. She created an avant-garde look. Yes! Educational! (laughs) And then we get the bottom two, which is vinegar and something. Um, as we know, I didn't agree with something being in the bottom. I thought it should have been bagger. You she would have had bagger and vinegar. Bagger and vinegar, I think. I would have... Um, my bottom three would have been blue, something, and... Blue! Oh, blue was a mess. You hate that. I really you? hate... I just thought it had no silhouette. It had. It just looked like throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> like, Cheryl's had a silhouette. Bagger had... Like, I just thought it was a mess. Yeah. I probably would have put blue again. Sorry. I ain't, actually, no, I ain't sorry. I take that back. I ain't sorry about it. <laughs> I take my apology back. Something that I'm not sorry for is the fact that I'm still pissed off that RuPaul is explaining Sachet and Chante every week. But the, we brought this up earlier with the Brit crew and they pointed out the fact that there are people watching the show in the UK who have never seen the American show. Yeah. Which I didn't believe, but last night I actually met one of these people and it's real, it exists. <laughs> they exist. I don't know, but these people are walking around not watching Drag Race, but they are out there. Um, the vinegar, the vinegar. The vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, name, the I vinegar. Mixed up with vinegar and the vineyard. Okay, the vinegar is gagged to see the something uh, there in the bottom two and not Cheryl. And she actually just stood there, mouth open wide. And I'm like, bitch, you need to get ready to lip sync. But you're just reacting to everything. And we have the song, which is the Eurythmics, Would I Lie to You? Girl, I've never heard this song in my life. You never heard that song? Never in my life. I do not know this song. It is not on my Spotify. It is not on my iTunes. What is this song? Do you like it now? I still can't sing it to you now. Would I lie to you, baby? Oh, no, I'm singing it. Girl, that's what the hell are you singing? That's Charles and Eddie, isn't it? Even you don't know it. No, I don't know it that well. But um, A, I didn't like the song. And B, it really, really 
pissed me off to have the Eurythmics and not have like Sweet Dreams made of these because that was on my hit list of like perfect choices and I'm starting to wonder now if it's like because of the BBC and I know that one of the most expensive parts of the show is um, getting the rights to the music so whether like a song like Sweet Dreams costs a lot more than one of their lesser hits I don't know but even if you like you watch EastEnders they've got great songs in the calf. so if EastEnders budget can afford it why can't Drag Race budget? That's true. I think, uh, do you know what it is? Apparently, <laughs> I don't know why that's my reference. My go-to reference is the Cafe and EastEnders has got great music. <laughs> I think um, you're allowed to play music on shows if it's less than 30 seconds. They probably oh. never play a full song, but a lip sync is obviously more. So I think you do have to pay for that. Um, what did you make of the lip sync? You know what? I, I, I thought it was quite exciting at the start because I just thought like... I thought Vinegar was winning and then something pulled it back. I said, like, oh, maybe Vinegar will pull it back. And then Vinegar just went, was a hot donkey mess. <laughs> Lord, was. Almighty, she's more of a mess in that outfit. It was just it all was over off, the shop. Which to be fair, you want that outfit. Just take that outfit off. Uh, I didn't have that reaction. I didn't think for a second Vinegar was winning. I thought from the first second something. Ooh. Something was giving very good lip. And like, obviously it's a lip sync. She was selling face. But I don't think either of them wowed. And I'm starting to worry that we're not going to get amazing lip syncs on the show. No, there's been some, there's been some complaints in there the past three lip syncs. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing is you get, for the first few episodes, you naturally get the people at the bottom. So maybe they're less likely to turn it out. But then how often are these girls lip syncing? As Charlie That's... Hyde's famously said, in the UK, that you usually you sing live. Exactly. I think most... I mean, the Viv sing live, Bagger sings live, Vinegar can sing live. The Vinegar. <laughs> the Vinegar. <laughs> Do you know what I don't know if something Wong does. But, you know, so these girls, you know, they're not, they're not lip-syncing down to out like the UK, uh, US girls are. Yeah, that's So true. this would be one of the few times they actually lip-sync, so it's not like they're seasoned queens at lip-syncing. Yeah. I'm going to defend them. You know what I'm like? I understand, but at the end of the day, like the lip sync is one of the most memorable parts of the episode. So I worry yeah. for the show in the UK if they're not going to be able to raise the standard because that's something that gets talked about a lot. Um, and I hope next week we get a really good one. Yeah. I want a fun song. Well, it's Jerry next week, isn't it? It has to be Michiko Latino. Oh my God, please play a Jerry song next week. Oh, they have to. If they play It's Raining Men, I'm not doing the podcast anymore. We're closing down the podcast, guys. You've heard it here first. <laughs> All of you are cheering, like, oh, thank God. <laughs> weekly Stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Vinegar Losers, do you agree? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, babes. Love you. I do love Vinegar, though, but... Oh. She's got a great personality. Yeah. That sounds like a read, doesn't it? <laughs> like, she's got a great personality. Uh, Rue says to Vinegar, it's time to turn another page. Your story has just begun. And Vinegar thanks Rue for letting her be one of the first 10 UK girls. Says, so long, gay boys. Great line. Great. I thought it was funny. I think all the exit lines have been really good. Because the British queens are funny. We can't fucking lip sync, but we now have to sashay away and give a good exit line. We know a good exit line. Uh, backstage, though, she's gutted. And she says if she could change one thing, it would be to wear better clothes. <laughs> Just one. Quite hard to argue with that, yeah. isn't it? At least she's not delusional. She knows that. Not like delusional. She's not. I am trying to make that work really <laughs> hashtag delusional and then she says take it to the hodgepodge slags so I love the fact she entered on episode one with her cat slate a slag reference and then she leaves with a slag as well she You've does slag a few times. <laughs> I have <laughs> um, so are you going to miss 
the vinegar. I am going to miss her personality. I'm not saying that now. The vinegar. I'm going to miss her personality. I think she was a great laugh. I think she would have been great. I think she would have been great at Snatch Game. I would love to know who she'd done. That's one of the really annoying things about when people leave early is like when it's on a sewing challenge and you think, oh, but they were really going to shine later on. Yeah, I wouldn't know. She said, because I know Scaredy Cat said she was going to do Russell Brand. Did she? Yeah. That's so funny. I, love I wonder that. if Finnegan said who Finnegan she would have said she was going to do Sandra from Gogglebox. Oh my God. Which would have been hilarious. What a niche reference for any international <laughs> view. But you bringing up Snatch Game brings me smoothly to the next point because usually we don't really talk that much about next week's uh, oh. teaser, but this teaser. The iconic episode of any series. Well, Snatch Game is iconic anyway, but this is shaping up to be like the most iconic thing ever I like, know we get um, Michelle saying that someone gives the best Snatch Game character she's ever seen that is a bold thing to say and I oh my god who do you think it is which which queen so I thought about it for <laughs> too, too long so long that it makes me worry about my social life <laughs> but I think that um, it's got to be the Vivian with that Kim Woodburn impression I mean it is so uncanny I mean now that she said she's a Cher impersonator I'm worried she'll do Cher but I'm oh, sure they all do British characters I, th- I think she'll do Kim she's got the voice down I think Viv's got the wit with her to come back with funny answers the only absolutely the only thing that makes me think she doesn't do Kim Woodburn is she's been doing it a lot already work, wouldn't I you suppose. not do that with your Snapchat mm, character possibly save it because we're not going to be gagged next week when she does the voice because we've yeah. heard her do it um, the the big drama from the teaser, which I'm loving, is um, both Davina DeCampo and Bag of Chips are both doing Maggie Thatcher. I know. I have to say, I would give it to Davina. Really? I don't think Bag. Maybe this is shade to Bagger. I know she's got an MBA. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not sure Bag would have all the great references. Oh, I think I think she'd right. be funny, and I think she'd get. But I'm not sure she'd come out with all the kind of like this lady's not for turning. Um, well, Davina says that in the teaser, didn't she? Yeah, I think um, you're right. But Davina may know all the references. But as we saw with like Valentina on All Stars Four when she did Eartha Kit, she'd done her homework, but she yeah. just didn't make it funny. Whereas yeah. Bagger is going to make it funny. Is Davina going to make it funny? Yes, I suspect. <laughs> no, that answered. I suspect they're both going to do really well. But I think Bagger might just take it. She seems to really have that knack of just coming through with a really funny yeah. punchline. Who do you think? I think Crystal might struggle. I don't think she's a naturally... That's exactly what I thought. I thought that um, Crystal's going to be... It feels like maybe... It might I think it might end. be end for Crystal next week just because I can't see her coming back with the really witty replies. I think that like maybe apart from Crystal that every queen I reckon is going to do well next week. I think it's going to be a fucking awesome snatch game and I cannot wait for it. This is oh, what I went for British. Awesome. I hate saying that. Awesome. Awesome. Someone's doing Gemma Collins, right? Well, I I heard that they are going to do the GC. Who do you think would do her? Well, I'm then? guessing Cheryl. Oh, of course. <gasps> Maybe that's the best Snatch Game character ever. Cheryl doing... Can you imagine Oh, she my God. If Cheryl a... comes through with the best... I will... Oh, my stand God. I'm so life. excited. How am I going to wait till Thursday? What day is it? Saturday. Um, but, yeah, that's the end of this week's episode. But just before we go, I'm going to have to do a few shout-outs uh, because a lot of you have been taking um, my prompt from last week and sharing on your Insta stories about the podcast, which we really, really appreciate. We love it, guys. Yeah, and we really uh, encourage everyone to share and then let us know that you've shared and we will... Um, yeah, tag us in it. We'll get you on the shout-outs next week, unless they get so long that it's, like, half the episode. 
But I'm going to try and fire through them now quite quickly so it's not too boring for everyone. But I want to shout out to Gareth Carey, Jessica Bayliss, Kate Ryder, Rich Crow, Sam XOX, Drag Puppy, MK Habila Angel Rose, Nadia, Frankie French, Mugal, Cherry Royal, Steph Noble, Dem Cavey, Jabiz, Kahel Victorious, Georgia Taylor, B Monroe Music, and Live Bell Tink. Love. <laughs> Voice. I have no idea why I decided to do it in the X Factor commentary <laughs> voice. It just literally came out. It came out of you like possessed, babe. I wanted to do a voice so it wasn't boring for anyone who's not on that list. But do you know what, bitches? If you want to be in that list, then you know what to do. You have to share, share, share. Tomorrow, I'll see Have you got anyone to shout out, Charlie? Uh, who else has sent us lovely messages? The boy Charlie sent me a lovely message. Thank Is you. Is that you? <laughs> I just said myself. <laughs> God, no. Just text myself nowadays. <laughs> no one else's. Um, no, please do give us a little story, guys, if you're listening. Uh, the Instagram is at United Queendom Podcast. Yes. Please tag us so we, can, we can't retweet you. Not retweet, repost you unless you tag us. Please do tag us. United Queendom Podcast. I'm Charlie Valentine underscore X on Instagram. Please slide in my DMs. My DMs. <laughs> Sorry, I had a gig this week. And I'd, at the end, I went, please slide in my DMs. And they slid into my friend's DMs instead. <gasps> oh, the shade. The, the shade, shade of, of it, all. it all. From the bloody audience. And do you have any gigs this week that you want to plug? I've got a gorgeous comedy roast coming up next week. 25th Yay. of February against... The gorgeous Anthony Gillet. Oh, we have to. Th- we shouted him out last week, but we have to shout him out again. Oh yeah, the cocktails and cocktail for giving us the press on cocktails and cocktail, and also our lovely friends at Means Happy website uh, gave us a lovely write up. So thank you to the press for featuring us, and we were featured in the Sun. Oh, look at us in the sun. I know, we're making headlines worldwide. <laughs> and check out our... Bro- Rachel Adedeji. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> shout, shout out to Rachel Adedeji. <laughs> we know she listens every week. Wait, she don't miss it. She's not going on. Miss it. <laughs> so, and yeah, check out our Brickery episode this week. They were absolutely fun. They were so lovely. Brickery episode on Thursday. You're going to love it. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. And Snatch Game next week. Snatch Game Bye. Bye. Click it out. Click it out. <laughs>